adjacent to the green, in the center of Madison, Connecticut, the Church of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday in the upper room of the Memorial Hall as our pastor, Greg Scalzo, delivers a teaching to strengthen and equip the body of Christ. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and along with the Church Fellowship, we would like to share one of these messages with you in this edition of Shi'ar Jashub. Pastor Greg has been teaching an in-depth series on heavenly authority. It turned out to be a Through the Bible series as he examined the topic in the different books of the Old Testament. And we have moved on to the New Testament, the current sermon addressing the carnality of divisions and schisms in the church. This stands in sharp contrast to the holiness of the New Testament temple we are called to be. Pastor has based this teaching on 1 Corinthians, and when we left off, he had read from chapter 3, verses 1 to 3, where Paul rebukes that church for being carnal and not spiritual, babes not able to handle solid food, acting with envy and strife and divisions as mere men. Before we return to the message, I would like to recommend that you visit the church website at www.shiarjashub.org for more Bible study programs and information about Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle. Here now is my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo. If the people, by reason of use, have their senses exercised, they're praying, they're reading, they want to grow in Christ, they want to be mature in Christ, if they want to be mature in Christ, will they be able to discern both good and evil? Yes, and you won't have all that nonsense. You won't have all the pettiness. You won't have all the silliness and childishness. Exercise to discern both good and evil. That's what he's saying to his church in Corinth. You have to grow up. You have to get away from the old man. He says to them, I can't speak to you as spiritual people. You're behaving like what? Mere men. We're not to behave like mere men anymore. Yes, we are mere humans. We're sinners. But we're called to be saints. We are called to be the sons and daughters of God Almighty. And when we go back into the old ways and worse, bring those ways into the body, we're behaving just like mere men. We're meant to be eternal. We're meant to see with spiritual eyes, hear with spiritual ears, have an understanding of the mysteries of God, discerning good from evil. That's our calling. And yet here they're so petty. Well, I, I follow Apollos and you, you follow Paul and you follow Cephas. It's childishness, and Paul calls it such. They have worldly pride, arrogance, envy, and that's beginning, that non-spiritual human nature is beginning to drive the church, and that's where it all goes wrong. Not being mature in Christ. 
He tells them you're in danger of becoming like mere men. And so the church is in danger of becoming like any man-made institution, not rightly dividing the word of truth, not being led by the Spirit, by the Holy Spirit and obedient to God, not having the depth of understanding they need. And he says, for when one says, I am of Paul and another, I am of Apollos, are you not carnal? And you can't argue with that logic. He says in verse 5, who then is Paul? And who is Apollos but ministers or servants through whom you believed as the Lord gave each one? As the Lord has assigned the task for Paul, as the Lord has assigned the task for Apollos, they had the responsibility and the authority. They were servants of Christ. They did what they were supposed to. And through them you believed, but it's the Lord that's doing the work. He says, I planted, Apollos watered. But God gave the increase. They were saved not because of Paul and not because of Apollos. Apollos and Paul were faithful servants. They were saved because of God himself. God gave the increase. Verse 7, So then, neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. It's not the servants. It's not the sect. It's not this teaching over here. It is God who gives the increase, and it is God who is the one we need to honor. Verse 8, now he who plants and he who waters are one. They should be one. They should be serving as one. There should not be this competition. It should not be me against you, our church against that church. We are one in purpose. We are called to be one in purpose. He who plants and he who waters Paul came, he planted the church. He gave the word of God. He gave them the milk. Apollos came, and he came, and he watered. And he gave them information on the scriptures. He was, we saw that last time, he was educated in the Old Testament. He was a Jew who knew the scriptures and could argue with all the unbelieving Jews. And he watered, and he fed them. Now he who plants and he who waters are one. And each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, one in purpose, and each one, each of these servants, each of these ministers, really every believer is called to be a servant, a minister, each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. What you do, you receive a reward for. For we, verse 9, are God's fellow workers. He says, for we are God's fellow workers, and you are God's field, you are God's building. The field, planting the seed, watering the seed. Very symbolic, very clear symbolism. The building, remember we are a, a holy building, a temple of God being built up, and they're builders in that work of building this temple to God. You are God's building. According to the grace, verse 10, of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another builds on it. Apollos builds upon it. But let each one take heed how he builds. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. No other basis. No other foundation. No other sect. Well, this is our doctrine over here. The foundation can only be Jesus Christ. 
when you take the focus off of the Lord, when you take the focus off of God who gives the increase, when you take the focus off that the foundation of the building has to be Jesus Christ and salvation in him, it is a building destined to crumble. It's on sand and it will sink. In eternity, in eternal values, it will come to nothing. There is an attitude today of building just to build with a goal of having some type of grand assembly, some type of great organization, some type of wonderful building or institutional structure, something where we have leadership and people come in, building just to build. Modern ministries and ministers would do well to learn from verse 11 that no other foundation can you lay than that which is Jesus Christ. There are all types of secular clubs, all types of secular organizations, power structures. And if you like to be around people, that's great. But that's not what the church is about. The church is not just some organization for everyone to get together. The church is built on the foundation of Jesus Christ and him only. And it has to stay true to that. That's the foundation. If you go away, it's not God's building. It's not God's field. Verse 12, now if anyone builds on this foundation, this foundation of Jesus, with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw. See, the one is called, but they have a choice, as everyone else has a free will and choice. What do you do? God has called you to build. He's really called every one of us to be involved in building that structure, that temple of, of sowing and harvesting that field. How do you go about it? Some Christians believe in Jesus Christ with all their heart, but when it comes to the building, when it comes to the planting and sowing and, and watering, they do it half-hearted, they do it reluctantly, saying, I know you're a harsh taskmaster, and I know you, you've given me this talent now that I have to invest, and it grinds through. They build with hay and straw. How do we build? How do the ministers of Christ build? How careful are they? How careful are they with the teaching? Is the teaching valuable? Is it profitable? Does it build the people up in Jesus Christ and make true members of the kingdom? Or is it indifferent, worthless? Or worse, is it against the will of God? Is it harmful? How do you build? What do you build with? What do you invest? How do you structure? How do you divide the word of truth and then see your task of reaching others? He says, some build with gold and silver, precious stones, others wood, others hay and straw. How should a ministry be built? How should we in our ministries build? How valuable, how careful should we be in what we tell people? how we rightly divide God's holy word. How serious should we be about the call that he's given us, that work, each of us knows the work that he's given us. Churches as a whole, the leadership in the church, how do they see that leadership, that position? Do they see themselves as stewards who have to give account for every careless word? Or do they see themselves as just, well, I'm in this position, it's a career, how do you build? What are you building? Are you building a social club? Are you building members of the kingdom of God?
Now, verse 12, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. Again, the reward. We read that up above, right? If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. Shi'ar Jeshub, Christian Tabernacle, meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. You can find directions and information about our services, as well as a library of hundreds of radio programs on our church's website at www.shiarjashub.org. Articles of Faith, The History of Our Church, Pastor Greg's Bio, and important articles are also on the website. The address again is www.shear-jashub.org. And please tell others about this important resource for serious Bible study. This Internet outreach is available 24 hours, 7 days a week, and is reaching around the world with in-depth teaching of God's Holy Word. Thank you for joining us today on Shi'ar Jeshub, and may the Lord Jesus bless you as you serve Him.